You're listening to the Buildify Method Podcast, where we're all about mindset, systems, and profit. As a nationally recognized business consultant, coach, and speaker, your host, Aaron Keith, is passionate about supporting the entrepreneur community by sharing his knowledge gained from coaching over 10,000 entrepreneurs in nearly 20 years, at companies ranging from billion-dollar enterprises and celebrities all the way to Main Street and small startups. Each Buildisode's blunt, no-bullshit conversation is led by Aaron along with his co-host, Ryan Coyne, a veteran tech consultant and nationally recognized speaker. Each week, Aaron and Ryan deconstruct mental and physical aspects of the topics that challenge all successful entrepreneurs, while also providing coaching, insight, and specific advice on distinctions that affect all growth-minded entrepreneurs. So listen up. It's time to work on your business, not just in your business. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Aaron Keith, the host of the Buildify Method podcast. I'm joined today with my co-host, Ryan Coyne. Aaron, today's topic is arguably the most helpful thing that a business owner can start doing right now. I agree. Um, we're so excited for this topic. So today, our Build-A-Sode is going to be focused on your business day. That day of the week, that, that time of the week where you're working on your business and not just in your business. You know, Ryan and I have, have worked with a lot of businesses in, just in the last couple months on their annual planning. And one of the things that has been driven up a lot is so many entrepreneurs, so many business owners are complaining that they're so busy, which is great. Their their businesses are growing, they're thriving, but they're complaining that they're not able to get to the working on the business part. They're so tied up in in their their clients, their products or services, which is wonderful that the businesses are growing, but they're just not putting the time in on working on the business. For sure. And we'll say to them, you know, business would flow more smoothly. You'd fix this area that seems to be a problem again and again. You'd streamline this particular part of your operation. And then they say, I'll, I'll totally get to that. We just got to catch up with some things that are really crazy right now. Probably in a couple of months, we'll have the time. And that's the killer phrase right there. It is. And so just to give context to what is a business day, think of it as your tree. A lot of business owners are so focused on the fruit, right? They're not stepping back and nurturing the tree. They're not watering the tree. They're not pruning the tree, fertilizing the tree, even talking to the tree, right? You got you to talk, you know, sweet, sweet nothings in the ear of the tree. And working on the business is that nurturing the thing that's producing the fruit. So today's build episode is very much focused on how to custom build a business day that supports you and supports the growth and development of your company. Absolutely. So Aaron, what exactly is the purpose or benefit of the business day in the context of the actual nuts and bolts of the business? So the purpose and some of the benefits are, let's start with the purpose. The purpose is that it's a time where you get to put on a different hat. This is the the CEO hat where you're stepping back and you're being the visionary and you're developing yourself as a CEO. You're, you're looking at all the key indicators of your business. Um, you're following certain processes that walk you through the growth and the development of your business. Remember, as a CEO and entrepreneur, you're responsible for doing certain things that move the business forward. A lot of entrepreneurs are doing those things reactively when they have time versus proactively at a dedicated day and time every single week and every single month. And some of the benefits that you're going to get is your business will start to run smoother, right? A lot of entrepreneurs, like you said, Ryan, they are, I will get to that in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months when things calm down. 
and that's not going to move the needle. We want the benefit of this to be that your company is growing and scaling, but it's growing and scaling with consistency and ease. So spending time building out the systems, the processes, getting ahead of some of your obstacles and challenges, whether that's looking at your staffing model and seeing where your staffing model is going to hit capacity, looking at your finances and your budgeting. So your business day, you actually go through each area and department of your company over the course of the day, which we'll get into in a few minutes. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out that as your business grows and scales, and as you staff it properly, which we have build episodes on as well, you'll have people that work with you or alongside you or under you or whatever that you will trust to develop some of these processes on their own because they understand the business so well and they're so invested, whether they have a the company or not. But until you have that person, you, the visionary, you, the reason the business was started in the first place, you that embodies the very thing the business stands for and what it's set out to do, its very mission and what the clients keep coming back for because you're the Steve Jobs of your company. You're the person that needs to be defining these things for people that work with you or under you to operate within as opposed to create for you until you've got people who can maybe do that in their own department. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. So you've been doing this, you know, since you were 21, since you started your first company, right? Yes. So give me some insight and give our audience some insight into what does your business day look like? Absolutely. So back in the day when I started my first company, my, my business coach that I hired when I was 21 years old, he was a huge proponent of this. Uh, and he had me read a book called The E-Myth. So if you all haven't read The E-Myth, we'll put it in the, the notes uh, for the podcast today so you guys can see a link. Um, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. So E stands for entrepreneur myth. And, you know, this topic has been around for eons. So I'm, I'm not a, a new person bringing this to the forefront here. It's just something that is not talked about enough. And it's not implemented enough. So when we started doing this, when I was young, it was a day or a piece of a day dedicated to me sitting down without distractions, without interruptions, and simply working on my business methodically, going area by area through my company. And what it allowed me to do is scale my company faster. The company grew quicker and it grew without breakdowns like they normally would because I was out ahead of it. I, I wasn't a reactive business owner anymore. I was very proactive. Nothing was catching me off guard. I was ahead of my finances, as ahead of my marketing. As I knew all of the statistics and KPIs of my company, Cold Turkey, and that gave me a lot of power and able to guide and direct my company as it grew. What would you do to kind of, you know, get yourself in the right head or put yourself in the right space? Because, you know, I see people in Starbucks, you know, trying to have their own version of a business day. You have a bathroom, yeah. you have coffee and you have snacks, but it's not totally distraction free. So that doesn't work for everybody because there's still people around you and noises and things. And, you know, maybe your office or your home office still has too much going on or clutter. And the second you look around the room, you're seeing other things that take your brain away from what your focus is supposed to be. So yeah. you know, part, part of your business day and what it looks like, how do you get yourself into the right mindset and focus on, you know, being distraction free or setting yourself up for success when doing that? Man, that, that's a really good question. I think you're, you're on to something here. Your, your business day is not just the act of doing X, Y, and Z, which we'll get into the, the, the actual tacticalness of this, but it's setting up the, the space for success. So I'd actually like to get your input on this too, Ryan, but for me, it's 
my cell phone and my emails are probably two of my biggest distractions. So for me, it's the, the cell phone is off and it's flipped over. So I can't see anything coming in and my email notifications are off and my email program is closed. That's hard to do for some people for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're really in this world a lot. What are some of the tools that you have seen that help with distractions? The most tried and true for everybody universally is lyric free music. Um, this is something that you, you know, we all remember seeing in movies. Somebody's got classical playing in the background when they're writing their next novel, you know, <laughs> right. that translates to normal people and the real world in terms of if you've got a streaming service, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, yada, 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 you can type in either, uh, you know, soundtrack or ambience or things like that. There's a website that I really love. It's called brain.fm. And it's sound, like basically just background music that Love has it. scientifically been selected to enhance your focus and productivity. So having something in the background to fill the emptiness, almost like a noise machine for your waking self, as opposed to a white noise machine for your sleeping self, can, can stimulate the parts of your brain that are looking for other things to pay attention to, like a dripping faucet or a creaking house and so on and so forth. And that's a gotcha. big one. I love um, it. Yeah. Also something simple, like alerting the people that could potentially be entering your space that you do not want to be disturbed. Um, you know, obviously we don't have do not disturb signs like you would in a hotel for our homes, but I soundproofed my home office. I go and tell my wife and my son and I uh, tell my wife, hey, listen, you know, if you if the baby is going to be making noise, you know, try to stay, you know, 20 feet plus away from the, the room because I'm going to be in a totally locked in focus thing for the next X amount of time, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but we will put in the show notes without spending too much time on listing apps and things like that. We're going to have a list of awesome websites and apps, both for iPhone, Android, and also Chrome extensions that will assist you in being distraction free. Things that block being able to visit certain websites, things that prevent you from having more than one window open at a time, you know, things that will gently nudge you to get back to work uh, during a set period and things like that. Uh, so please check the show notes for today for some really real tech goodies that you'll enjoy. So how should a business owner lay out their business day? Give me like a step-by-step -step or a, you know, a, a layout for how this should be done. Okay. So when you're building your custom business day, please understand that it's custom to you. So you have to find your flow. So I'll give you a recommendation here that works for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, but please remember that what's going to make this workable is you owning this day and crafting it in a, in a way that supports the way your brain works and the way, the way that your personality works. So here's the first step. The first thing to understand is scheduling. Your business day must be built into your calendar. Needs to be most likely anywhere between a three hour and a six hour chunk of time. Yes, I know that may sound like a lot of time, You'll find out as you start to do this exactly what your time requirements are. But for a lot of business owners, especially as your company gets larger, you're going to need more time. You're also so, going to feel free. You're, you're also going to feel like, you know what, if this is something important I have to do for the business, I got a big block of time coming up on my schedule with which to address that. Add it to the list. Absolutely. So once we have, let's just go with four hours. We've blocked off four hours every single Monday. I think Monday is one of the best days of the week to have as your business day because it sets up the rest of the week. It allows you to set your staff up and your setup. So the whole company is focused, pointed in the right direction and on the same page. So there we are. We've taken Monday as our business day. We have a four hour time block that is reoccurred with no end date for the rest of time. The next thing to understand is what are we going to do? 
So we're going to bifurcate this a little bit. You need two CEO checklists. Checklist number one, you're going to use for week one, week two, and week three of the month. Week one, two, and three is very tactical in its actions. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're looking at this, you're doing this. It's very much a doing this style checklist. Your monthly CEO checklist, right? Uh, so week four, that is going to be focused on you working on the business from the standpoint of completing your month and then planning and creating your upcoming month. So please understand that it's, it's different. Your weekly checklists and your monthly checklist as a CEO are very, very compartmentalized. Your monthly checklist, I think, is one of the most powerful. It's also pretty easy. So half of your checklist is dedicated to the things that you have to do to wrap up your month. What was our goal? What do we actually produce? What were our projects deadlines that were due this month? What projects did we actually complete this month? So you're just completing all of the things about the month that you set out to accomplish, whether it's goals, projects, or whatnot. The second part of that checklist is the creation or planning for your upcoming month. What are the goals for next month? What are the KPIs for next month? What projects do we need to set in place for next month? Yada, yada, yada. So that is how you set up your, your monthly. So now let's look at week one, two, and three, and how you get that business day every single week. The business day that's happening week one through three is a lot more tactical, like we said, and you're going to be walking through every single area of your business. Sometimes it's one step or task. Sometimes it's multiple. So let's go over the different areas of business, shall we? Area number one is management, then administration, finance, marketing, sales, production, and quality assurance. So as the CEO, as the, as the head business owner here, your job is to ask yourself, what do I need to do? What do I need to track? What do I need to manage in each area of that department? Or what new systems do you need to introduce? Correct. Because this is your opportunity to see what systems are breaking down, what processes may need to be put in place or fixed. This is that time where you're analyzing that information and, and putting that in place. So if we look at finance, for example, you know, as the entrepreneur here, there are certain reports that you should be looking at every week. You know that. And for many of you, you're not. You're, most entrepreneurs are not looking at their budget actuals. They're not looking at their balance sheet. They're not looking at their AR. This is an opportunity for you to sit down and look at all the reports and all the KPIs in each department of your business. So that's how you set up your, your weekly checklist and your monthly checklist. And so now it's dedicated in your calendar. Now it's just a matter of following it. That's really good. That's really, I feel like I'm doing that in my mind right now. Like I'm picturing myself doing it and it feels very empowering. Good. I can imagine that our listeners feel the same way. Yeah. So we talked about some of the technical tools that we're going to put in the show notes. Um, you, you talked about turning off your phone, making sure that your email is closed. Have you, have you had any clients of yours talk about other kinds of intrusive distractions that maybe come up spontaneously that they find difficult to prevent, like somebody bursting into their office, you know, an emergency, a personal emergency, you know, do you have any way to, to recover from something that perhaps blows up the preparation that you've put into making sure that this is taking place and that the time is blocked out? 
I mean, really what it comes down to is if you have a, a massive distraction that, that takes you off purpose for your business day, you're just going to have to drag and drop your business day somewhere else in the week so that you get it done. You have to understand that your business day is not an option to not do. It's happening. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's happening. So if you have to drag it later in the day or drag it to another day, then you, you need to do that. If, if business owners don't spend the time working on their business, looking at the KPIs, getting ahead of what systems are failing or what systems are missing that need to be created and put into place, then ultimately they're just sabotaging their own business. They are now the problem, not anything else. Interesting. Thank you. So something I also want to add that I've struggled with when it comes to making time for just anything is the balance. We all talk about that a lot. We've covered mm -hmm. that in previous episodes. We talk to our, we sometimes play psychologist with our clients, you know, when we're reassuring them that it's okay to struggle with the work-life balance. Nobody has it perfect. You know, we're not all going to end up with a four-hour work week. It's not realistic for everybody, right? right? So for me personally, the business day and my relationship to business day is actually a healthier relationship to my, you know, the, the work that I struggle with trying to balance than the active production work. Now, what, what I mean to say by that is there's occasionally time that I'm working harder than I feel or that my partner feels like I should be mm -hmm. for other people or for clients or for a project sure. right? that I could be putting into something else. But my relationship to business day feels more fulfilling in that it's time that I'm taking for myself, my future, my benefit in the business, my stress-free existence in the business, the ability for the company and the staff and things like that to be able to do a better job and to achieve that balance. So I just wanted to mention to any listener that feels like this is something big or just you know another thing that they are going to have to squeeze into the balance already. To me, this is something that actually is proactively addressing achieving that balance via taking the necessary time to have things run better, more efficiently, and more on the rails to, to help work towards that balance. That's how I feel about it personally. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely agree with you 100%. You really articulated that well, actually. It's, um, you know, that, that time that you spend being the visionary, being the entrepreneur who started this business, this is the most sacred time. So if I was to, if I had a client that, come, that came to me and said, listen, I, I need to service this client or I need to work on my business day, I can't do both. Um, shockingly, I, I would actually say, I need you to work on your business. I'd rather you shorten up your business day and push off the client a little bit longer. If people aren't able to work on their business, they're not going to have a business long-term. It, it really wrecks a lot of businesses. They may, and we, we know people like this, Ryan, we have, we have mutual clients that have built a, a multi-million dollar business, but it runs like shit and the staff is unhappy clients are constantly unhappy. So yeah, great. The company's making a couple million bucks a year, but is that a business that I would be proud of? No. If my clients aren't happy and my staff isn't happy, who cares how much money the company is generating? That's a poorly run company and you don't want to build that into your business. So if you can't make the time to work on your business, you're just setting yourself up for a lot of pain later on down your career. 
So I relate to this time is it's like paying your taxes. Like it, this is not an option. I'm it's, not. It's at, maintenance on your car. It's maintenance on your body. It's grooming. It's 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 that for your business. I mean, I I think that every entrepreneur can relate to this one thing. Yes. When when you started the business in the first place, you sat down, you thought about what you wanted to call it. You thought about what you wanted it to sell or what service you wanted it to provide. You thought about what you how you wanted it to run. You thought about the way that you wanted to debut it to the world. The website, the branding, the business cards were important to you, all this different stuff. So you had a whole lot of business days in a row before you started operating. Right. And then if you're good at it, you lost your way because you got busy. You have exactly. to go back to that same planning mode about how to improve it just like before you actually started operating. That's how I look at it. That is so true. So true. So let's recap. So here's what everyone needs to do. Step one is you need to put the reoccurring day and time in existence. So four hours reoccurred in your calendar on a Monday. So now we have the time and we have the day. Next step is you make two checklists. Here's the checklist of every report, every KPI, every task that I need to do as the CEO of this company every week. Then you do it for the month and you have your CEO checklist. That's your monthly. After that, start honoring it and following it and relating to it like it is the law. A few other helpful tips is read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's a really, really, really good book. It'll, it'll teach you a lot about this strategy. Other than that, let us know if you need any uh, support, any help. We'll have some show notes at the back for uh, all your tech questions. Yeah, please write in to hello at thebuildifymethod.com if you'd like to share your business day structure with us. If you have any specific questions that you didn't think we answered here when talking about it on the show. So please like and subscribe to the podcast. It will help other entrepreneurs like you find us and benefit from the community that we're building. Please check the show notes for that helpful list of technology services and products and Chrome extensions and websites and music stuff that we talked about. And check back to the previous build episodes if you haven't done things like staffing, schedule and task management and the rest. We look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thanks.